Hey guys, welcome to Goat 101. Today we're going to find out how worshiping the Lord is like being a mint chocolate chip connoisseur. Oh. excuse the absence of high-definition audio in the video in which you're about to observe. Sorry guys, we messed with the audio, but we still thought the episode was really good. Hey guys, welcome to Goat 101. This is just a place for us to help you understand some of the questions that our kids are asking here at Goat, and then have to see how we walk through them biblically with these guys. So, uh, my name is Ryan, this is Mikey, we always dress the same, uh, and this is Cam. And so Mikey's got a question, and Mikey, uh, let Cam know what you got for us. So my question to you, Cam, is like, why were we, why were we created? Uh, it kind of seems kind of pretentious that the Lord created us just to worship Him. <laughs> That's good, yeah. So like, is the question, how is it good, or how could God be good and, and humble, I guess, in yeah. some sense, and yet does create us solely for the purpose of us worshiping? Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of like, that kind of like furthers my question. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, a lot. Of, I'll just jump right into it. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we, uh, we whenever we think about um, God, mm-hmm. we. Oh, I, I, I'm forgetting the term. It's a term essentially where we project human things onto mm-hmm. God. Yeah. When we're talking about God, because that's all that we know really. Um, so if I were to say that God is a, is a father. I am inherently going to project on him my understanding of what a father is, which is inherently human, because that's the only interactions that I've had with something, or this idea of being a father. And it's the same thing with worship. When God, when we think about God creating us to worship him, we inherently think about the kind of person who desires worship, which is a very prideful person, someone who thinks much of themselves, oftentimes has an inflated view, a not a realistic view of themselves. They think that they're better than they actually are. And because of that, they want other people to um, think well of them or to to worship them in some sense. Um, And so then we project that opinion or that thought onto God and we inherently think, well, then God couldn't be good and yeah. desire our worship at the same time. And the problem with that is that we're thinking of God in human terms. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the Bible um, describes to us as the big picture for life is that before anything ever was, God was. Mm-hmm. And He was perfect. He's perfectly good. He's perfectly powerful. He is the only one who is perfectly just. He's the only one who's perfectly caring and gentle and patient and loving. And he created everything in order to, um, kind of this picture that we have in Genesis 1 is God creating the whole world, and then he creates mankind, um, and he uh, lives with mankind in the garden. So our our kind of definition of worship isn't the same as the Lord's definition of worship. I think it can be, um, but when we think about the object of our worship, it's hard for us to understand the goodness of God. So we think to ourselves, why would God want us to worship Him? And the only reason we ask that question is because in human terms, there's no good person who desires other people to worship them. They are inherently evil, wicked, or prideful if they want other human beings to worship them. So it's hard for us to understand why God would want us to worship Him. But what the scriptures teach us um, is that God is so good 
that the best thing you or I could ever oh, have okay. is to yeah. enjoy God, is to live in a relationship with God. And then, that's when we have to ask this question, if God needs nothing from us, right, and, and if he existed before there ever was anything, then we have to conclude God needs nothing from us. Um, and if we're going to be in a relationship with God, then that means we are only recipients of God's grace. He, he is always the... Um, benefactor, I guess, um, or he's the, the one who's always giving, we're the ones always receiving, and so if we're to enter into a relationship with God, we will never enter into that relationship giving him something that he needs or that he does not have apart from us. Yeah. So therefore, the only way for us to have a relationship with God is to receive from him, is to enjoy him, is to live in light of who he is, yep. and I think we call that worship. So, I think another way to think of it is that... Um, because God did create us, right? And because he's described as a good father who gives good gifts to those who believe in him. Um, by his nature, he's going to want what's best for us. Yeah. And what's best for us is that restored relationship. Oh, yeah. And so while it, it's very easy, like Cam said, to think in our human terms that like, oh, he just wants our worship. He actually wants what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And until we really enter into that relationship with a, with him, it's hard to see that that relationship yeah. is what's best for us. I think part, I think part of it too is um, what is worship, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think we have it in our minds, this idea of worship is just us going like, oh. Yeah, like, see that's oh. what I was thinking too. Like, why would, why would someone create beings just to worship, like just to make him feel better or yeah, just be singing. You're yeah. not that good at singing. Yeah, I'm not. So, like I sing. <laughs> the, uh, there's a guy. His name was um, David Foster Wallace, and he was a postmodern novelist. And so he would write these stories that didn't really have a lot of order. There was a lot of mm -hmm. disorder and kind of chaos. It was this very postmodern. I remember thing. you telling me about him. Yeah, and he was. Most people think he was an atheist. He ended up killing himself. And before, shortly before that, um, he gave a speech. And in that speech, he said. Um, practically speaking, in the everydayness, in the uh, you know everydayness of adult life, no one's an atheist. Yeah. He says everyone worships. Mm -hmm. um, he's like the only choice that you have is what you'll worship. Yeah. And so what he was saying there, even as somebody who technically did not believe in God or any gods, he was saying we all give our lives to something. Yeah. And so when the Bible says that God wants us to worship Him, it's because, like Ryan said, He's a good Father who wants good things for us, and the only thing that will end up giving us a return on in our investment truly that we need is giving ourselves away to God. Like, yeah. That is the only thing that will actually satisfy our hearts because we were made for Him. Because in, in the same way, like you don't bow down to money, you don't sure. bow down to right. exactly. right. You give yourself away you to You give it. yourself away to Exactly. It. So, I mean, it, it really does show you that, that our thinking about it is backwards, that like, yeah. he, he loves us so much that He wants that best mm -hmm. thing for us, yeah. you know, and so He wants it. It's just something that's hard for us to understand. I think a lot of yeah. people like, that sure. that love really wants us to be reunited with him. Like yeah. that he knows better than we do that that's the best thing. Yeah, I think your your mindset shifts when you become a believer and enter into that relationship with him. So I think outside of that, it's hard yeah. to understand. I think it's this question is I think even more applicable probably for folks that would not call themselves yeah. believers. And then it really seems like why did this God create you guys yeah. just to, just for you know right. his own worship? I think when you enter in that relationship, it makes it a little more obvious of okay, this is actually a good thing. He wants good things for me personally. Singing doesn't really connect me with the Lord. You know, yeah. I know that different people have different thoughts on that, but like I find myself just zoning out. It doesn't. It's not naturally. It's not a natural way that I respond to something. Yeah. So you know. And I think that's a, a huge hurdle to get over is to like, for a while I felt really guilty about it, like, I don't really like singing it. Yeah. like, am I not a Christian? You know, but I think I've learned that I find a lot more value and a lot more worship in um, the church that I go to. They, below the lyrics of the songs, they have the verses that kind of inspire yeah. those. So to be able to meditate on those verses 
is uh, you know a way that I worship much more effectively, and that's just for me personally yeah. than actually singing the song. So I think that's uh, that's another big kind of hurdle to get over is it, it, like you're trying said, to worship like, into a box yeah, that has exactly. to look like this, yep. yeah. which is why which is why like people and even sometimes like me think that the Lord is a pretension God because like sure. we have a definition of worship and what it looks like, and that's the only thing that we can imagine worship being. So it's like yeah. Almighty Person created things to do worship and like our definition of worship is basically like wrong in this sense sure hard to describe it's almost like you you've said um that you want to be a connoisseur of mint chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, right? hey that's a that's like a career goal there's something that's a hobby. yeah that's, that's, this is, yeah. so it's it's as if like okay for example graders is the best ice cream that exists, uh, objectively okay. speaking. Not to get into politics. <laughs> not to get too political with this, but Definitely not Graders is the best. Um, if you haven't had Graders, you need to. But if you were to try a bunch of different mint chocolate chip ice cream, um, and then and they were all like you know pretty good, and some were better than others, um, but none of them were really quite what you were looking for, and then you had Graders mint chocolate chip ice cream, <laughs> and you took that first bite, and you couldn't help but enjoy it. It's like this idea when people think about like, oh, you shouldn't, God shouldn't, um, you know, desire for your worship yeah. of Him, but it's like when you actually meet who God is, you can't help but enjoy Him. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you t you know with Graders ice cream and trying not to enjoy it even though it's worth enjoying you know what yeah. I mean like it's God is so much greater and better than anything else which all demands our worship in this world that when we finally enter into relationship with him to function in any other way other than worship is to not understand who God actually is yeah. like if he actually satisfies your heart then when you enter into relationship with him and when you actually see him you're satisfied in that satisfaction. That's worship. It's like your favorite restaurant. Exactly. You can't help it. You can't help but enjoy it. It's like Chipotle. It's like Chipotle. God is Chipotle. Don't compare God to Chipotle. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching. Um, we hope you enjoyed this today. Like I said before, this is just a chance for us to share some questions that our kids are asking around GOAT um, and kind of give you guys a peek behind the curtain of how we go about trying to answer that stuff uh, briefly and from a biblical point of view. Um, Mikey. Uh, is here. Mikey's a student that's been around GOAT for a while now and now works for us. Um, Cam also works here. GOAT, he manages the climbing gym and is a pastor at Summit Church as well. Um, and then I'm Ryan and nobody knows what I do around here. So um, if you don't know about GOAT, it's an outdoor ministry for at-risk students here in Greenville, South Carolina. We take them on outdoor trips, um, mentor, disciple them, train them as leaders, and hire them to lead their peers. So um, you can check us out on our website. Um, we're all over social media. Tell them where we are. Twitter, Instagrams, Snapchat. No. I think that's it. Facebook? Facebook. Everywhere. We still use Facebook. Oh, <laughs> man, my mom's gonna, that's gonna hurt. Doesn't use No, no, show kids. That's gonna hurt my mom's. No! <laughs>